This is Motley Fool Money. Welcome to Motley Fool Money, the Money Hacks Edition, our short weekly update on how you can make the most of your money. Now, everyone has seen, you couldn't have possibly missed the horrible devastation of the bushfires across much of eastern and southern Australia over the last month or so. It's been absolutely terrible, and we our hearts go out to those people affected. I'm not really a thoughts and prayers kind of guy, but our hearts go out. We do really... Uh, we stand with those people who are impacted, and if that's you, um, I'm just terribly sorry to hear about it. Hopefully, you're on the road to recovery pretty quickly, whether you're out of your home, whether your home's unfortunately been lost, or you're simply just feeling a bit down and a bit threatened by the whole thing. Hopefully, it passes as quickly as it possibly can. That being said, and this is a finance podcast, we want to turn a little bit to the way to be effective in your charitable giving. That's right. There are so many tens of millions, particularly by Celeste Barber. Amazing. Tens of millions of bucks being raised for bushfire relief, which is just fantastic through the RFS, through WIRES, the Red Cross, some wonderful, wonderful organizations. But there's a real question, and frankly, there's a real risk around giving to charity, particularly in this highly emotive time when maybe you just want to be doing something, anything. Uh, and unfortunately, things can go pretty awry. So quickly, three points to make sure your money is doing the most good when it comes to giving to charity. Number one, you need to know who the recipient is. Now, this sounds pretty straightforward, but I'm talking here not about necessarily who they are in terms of their bona fides. We'll get to that. But more importantly, what is the, the the group you're giving to? Do you know who they are? Are they a business that you know, a business that has a background, a business that has a reputation? Yes, we all want to help everybody, and there are so many people out there trying to do good. And frankly, if there's a new charity being started, I don't want to take business or money away from them. What I want to make sure is that you don't end up giving your money to someone who's not going to use it well. There's been so many charities collapse, including some high-profile ones with some high-profile names in the past. If at all possible, try and give your money to a reputable charity with a good long-term track record, frankly, so you know that your money is going to go to a good cause and not be caught up in maladministration or just something going wrong with the, the proceeds of your kind charitable donation not making its way to the intended recipients. Number two, speaking of that, be very, very careful you don't get scammed. There are so many people out there who want to do something. If you get a phone call, you get an email, you see a, a Facebook ad, someone wants you to help them donate money to the bushfire victims, how can you possibly say no? I ring up and say, hi, I'm from the RFS, give me some money. Hi, I'm from the... Red Cross, please give me some cash. Here's my details. Give me your credit card over the phone. You feel like you're doing a good thing, but are you so sure that the intended recipient is the right one? If you're not sure, if you're approached separately in the street, on the phone, online, do yourself a favor. Do those charities a favor. Don't go ahead with it. Take the details of the person asking you for money and look up their website. Donate directly. Go to the actual websites of the organizations. Don't be fooled into giving your money to someone who may or may not actually be from that organization. Again, don't waste that precious, precious charity. Make sure it gets to the intended people. And lastly, number three is keep receipts. Now, this one's about a little bit about you, but also a little bit about other people. You want to keep your receipts for two reasons. The first is, hey, if you're doing a good thing, you might as well get a little bit of a reward back from the ATO, back from the tax man. They're going to give you some cash back for the purposes of doing that, a tax deduction, as long as you get a receipt. And again, in this case, you need to make sure they're a registered charity so they can give you a tax deductible receipt and you can claim that on your tax. Now, that's a bit for you and a bit for the people you're trying to help and that's wonderful. If you kind of either feel bad about that or simply want your money to go further, remember if you're giving 100 bucks to a charity or 10 bucks to a charity, you can probably add another 20, 25% to that for the amount of tax you're otherwise going to save. In other words, if you're going to give, say, 100 bucks to charity, you might get a $20 tax deduction. If you can actually give that away as well, give 120 bucks to start with, effectively after tax, all it's still costing you is that same 100 bucks. So if you want the deduction, by all means, take it. But don't forget, you can do a little bit more again. If you know that deduction's coming, simply give the benefit of that deduction as well. It should send your money about 20, 25% further than it otherwise would. So you're doing even more good 
with the same money, courtesy of the ATO and the tax man, which is, frankly, hey, if the ATO is going to contribute, that's not a bad thing at all. As I said, we do feel really you know, heartbroken for the people who are impacted by the fires, but you can do good, and that's the best way to do it. Make sure you know who you're giving to, make sure you're not being scammed, and make sure you keep receipts and make that money go further. That's it for this week's Motley Fool Money Hacks. See you next week. Fool on. The Motley Fool and people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. General advice only. Please speak to your financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your situation. Subscribe to the free newsletter at fool.com.au forward slash triple M. The Motley Fool operates under financial services license 400691.